For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Believe in Badger Football Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. Once again, I'm your host, Matt Perkins, joined, as always, by Badger legend, the Hebrew Hammer himself, Matt Bernstein. Bernie, how are we doing today? Dude, every day, Matty P with you is a holiday. I it feel is. like I say that every time, but it's it's true. I feel like we have the coolest podcast ever because we get to talk about people who, one, we watched, we're huge fans of. Some I played with, others I just consider brothers because we were in the same locker room at some point in our lives. I, we have the distinct pleasure of talking to AJ Taylor today. Yes, we Dude, do. Thank you for for coming before you you go to that weird state, Texas, and do whatever you guys do on retreats for right. companies now. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, no problem, no problem. Um, I'm glad to be here. It's 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 gonna be dope. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to hear where we where we go with this. Yeah, comedy. man, we're excited to have you here. So I just want to remind you guys before uh, we get into it here with AJ, we are brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports contests and events with first to market lines and odds. Uh, find reviews and news for every league, Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, golf, and most importantly, college football. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting to props, futures, and more. Head on over to BetOnline or use your mobile device to join today to make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit Bet online where the game starts. We're gonna start back in Kansas City, AJ. Are you are, now? We know you you went to high school there. You're back there now. Are you born and bred in, in Kansas City? Yes, I want to say that. I want to say yeah, but I actually was born in Shawnee Mission, Kansas. So I got to be truthful there. There's a big rivalry. It's like a Wisconsin, Minnesota. You know, mm-hmm. if you're from Wisconsin, I'm strong for Wisconsin. They're better at sports. They're better. You know. That's how it is with Missouri and Kansas. So I, I got to be honest, I was born in Kansas, but yeah, raised in, in Missouri, Kansas City. Yep. Wait, that's awesome. So you were born there. You see my my little teeny wife just came back. Yes, she did. Her. Wait, does she have the baby with her or is the baby in bed? No, listen, dude, I'm sorry. This is what life looks like now. I got the baby. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. congratulations, but also, Thank I'm you. sorry, right? No. <laughs> I know, I know. Believe me, uh, yes, it's the best, and we just completely went off track, but uh, it's the coolest thing to be a dad. Yeah, like that's it's awesome. just the coolest. Uh, okay, so go back. So, okay, so you're born in 
Kansas. No, born in Kansas. Yep. Then moved to Missouri. Yep. Guys, is it like a border battle? It's like right across the high schools are close to each oh, other. Hell yeah. Like <laughs> honestly, the the high school that I went to is it's on state line road. So like literally right on the Missouri side of the state line. So um yeah, it's a huge, huge border war. Actually, I just got through uh just finished with my uh, nephews. Um, he's in like club football, AAU football right now. And the the title of the tournament was Border Wars. And so it's a big deal. Who's better at basketball? Who's better at football? Who's better at lacrosse? I mean, whatever you're you're into, there's a border war, border battle for it. What what's like the football like down there? Because I literally yeah. know nothing about either yeah. states. Yeah. So I'm interested to hear, like, we always talk to people like, What's the football like, you know, like in, in these Ohio different states? Ohio or Florida or right. California, right? Like yep. so Georgia. You are Great. our first, are you our first Missourian? No, you're not our first Missourian. We had Scott Stars uh, from St. Louis. From St. Louis, yeah, probably. First Kansas City, and I'll take that. Yes, though, sir. Right? Yes, sir. All right, perfect. You can get Graham after me. <laughs> um, I, uh, so I, I kind of like to say it like this. You know, I think Texas will – Everybody does it a little different. Some go divisions. Um, we do class. So class is ranked on population of high school, of course, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I Texas goes to 8A, right? Missouri goes to 6A. So population, we're not going to have that big of population, but we're still a pretty competitive spot. Like we'll play, uh, when I was there, we played um, teams in Arkansas. We would have tried, we tried to play teams in Oklahoma. Uh, what's the union? I think that's the team in uh, Oklahoma. Uh, we played Bentonville, Arkansas. We played um, some pretty good teams. Kind of. Oh, uh, East St. Louis. That was a good team. That was. Yep. In, oh, yeah, uh, Illinois. Illinois. Yeah. 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 So we kind of were, were branching all out. We can compete with them. We didn't have all the athletes to choose from, but we were we were pretty solid. Uh, a pretty solid team. So the football here was, I would say, is around that caliber, right? You're 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 going to have a few athletes, but we're we're kind of trying to build the team. Does that make sense? We're not like a. It's not like a. Uh, uh, like every school is going to have you know, ten D one commits. We're going to have you know a couple here and there, right? But but wait, hold on. I went to high school in New York. We don't play anyone not within like a couple mile radius. Yeah, no, us. that's wild. It's wild. Well, so New York, what's it? I mean, what's it like there? You know, I, I wouldn't. I've always wondered. You know, it depends. If you ask all my my brothers from Wisconsin, they'll say football's a joke. Yeah, uh, I mean, then basketball's I'll be like, huge there, isn't it? Basketball's oh, huge, basketball's but then, yeah. Yeah. That's then okay. I'll be like, I'll, I'll be like, I'll go to your games and be like, guys, you guys think your football's better than ours? Right, right. <laughs> Hello, so true. More dudes play in Wisconsin than in New York. That's for sure. Uh, you yeah. know, like now there's with all the CTE stuff, it's like soccer, 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 which. To me, soccer is just as dangerous as football. You're not yeah. even wearing pads. But yeah. we can get into that conversation different different time. I'm with you. I'm with you. However, I never the only time I ever played a different state's team was in the New York, New Jersey All-Star game. Uh, but you're saying in your season you played a lot of different yeah. states, high schools yeah. in different states. We were so dude, that's wild. I yeah. had a similar experience too, because my high school is on the border of Vermont and New Hampshire. So we mm-hmm. played Vermont teams all the time. All the times, right? Yeah. yeah. So border and we actually the crazy part when I was playing, we didn't really play teams in Kansas. 
Because again, there's like Missouri is better at football type of stigma. So we want to play the the teams down south because that's where we're going to get our competition. Um, mm-hmm. And and we got we got our competition. I think <laughs> I really would say like the further you go south, I think the athleticism gets better, but the teams get better because they can practice year round. Missouri and I think Wisconsin. I don't recall, but I know Missouri has like regulations where you can't practice in the spring. Mm-hmm. I don't even think. Yeah, you can't even like have coaches and with, with a football in the spring. Um, and those rules are starting to kind of change a little bit and morph. But yeah, it's uh, that's the only advantage I'd say they had. Right. I mean, the, the southern schools. Right. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah, like three seasons. It doesn't make sense. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm living here in Tennessee and one of my closest friends here is a high school football coach. Yeah. And it's year round. Yeah. They don't, stop. They don't yeah. stop. Like they finish in December. Like they're like the state title games in December and they're oh. lifting in January like yeah. as a team. So that, like there, there's no off season. It's crazy. There's no see that's I That was ideal. I wish I had that in high school. But, <laughs> you know, it, it's taught me a lot of self-discipline and taught me all the intangibles that you know you learn from football and you can learn outside of football as well so so were you how old were you when you got into football are we talking like where did you start in high school did you start like at a much younger age you know what i played flag football probably at five years old tackle probably i i always get this mixed up i think i i played flag football maybe a little older and i think i started tackle sixth shoot fifth grade i was terrible Sixth grade, D, eh. but then I was actually not going to play football after my sixth grade year. And then something happened going into seventh grade where I was like, if I work out, do push-ups, go run some hills, I get faster and stronger. <laughs> so let me <laughs> be doing that. And as I did it, I started to see improvements. And then I'd really say football really ramped up for me, seventh grade and out and on. But fifth grade, sixth grade, I kind of was just out there, you know? Dude, yeah. by the way, talk about push-ups. Your arms are huge in every picture. <laughs> I mean, huge. You know what? It's a it's a blessing and a curse. I, <laughs> wait, wait. Where's know, the like, curse? Where's the curse? curse? <laughs> See, I, I think we all have like these little. Maybe I don't know. Maybe me have these little body image issues sometimes. And mm-hmm. I used to like look at all these receipts because. I, I got bigger as a running back. I was lifting, curling, but I didn't even curl. I don't. I rarely do arms ever but they just get big when I get a little pump in and I hate it. And so I'm looking at all of our receivers, like even like Q, I'll talk, call them out. Q, Danny, Kendrick, their arms are small. And I'm like, I don't want that. You know what I'm saying? They're saying, no, we want to get big, but I'm like, I want to get, I want to look skinny like a receiver now, but. Um, you want yeah, to look, like, look like Chimmery, don't you? You want to look like, you, you want to look like Chimmery out there, man. He's, he's so yeah. slender. I don't want to look that skinny, but I'm you, right? I think there's like a balance. There's like a happy balance. And um, sometimes they just look a little, I don't know. I, look, I feel like big. Like They're like, are you a linebacker? No, I'm a receiver, right? Well, were you always playing receiver? I mean, because I know in high school, you played like everything on offense. You played yeah. running back. You played receiver. You played quarterback a little bit. Like you were doing a little bit of everything. But yeah. was that always the case or were you jumping around? Uh, Well, so, yeah, Rockers, they really wanted me to stick with running back until kind of the receiver and everything else kind of let, let's just put them there. We need them. We need some help. And um, then at Wisconsin, it was pretty much all receiver. But just in case, you know, we'll we'll move you to running back, you know, if we need to. Then next year, JT came. 
we didn't need a running back, right? So <laughs> I think we were, I was good to stay a receiver. Um, and and uh, that's just kind of how it played out. But I, you know, loved it. Loved loved being a receiver there. But let's talk. Let's talk about. It. So, like, when you said you got you started progressing more in football about eighth, ninth, ninth grade. Yeah. When do you like know that this is something that you're passionate about? You're like, wow, I want to do this. I want to play at the next level or the next level's noticing me. For me, it was the next level's noticing me. I played class C. So D was the lowest. So C. Oh, so yeah. for me, I was like, wow, like there's some little schools that are kind of interested. This is kind of cool. I could play longer. Yeah. Um, so what what was that progress or progression like for you? And and then what who are like on your who was on the board? Because Wisconsin's kind of an interesting place. For a lot yeah. of people to just go to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd, so to the first question, I think, you know, everybody, like you said, has that thing that kind of draws them in. And for me, it, it always that it was the love for me. For me, it was the love of working out um, and, and seeing like how the work that I put in, seeing it pay off in the games. Um, I think that's what I fell in love with. I think I fell in love with the process. Yeah. I fell in love with the process and everything else was like, it was gravy. It was extra uh, being able to, you know, get the, get recruited and stuff. That was all cool. But I just was in love with like, I get to go to the gym, work out, get stronger, work out, get faster, work out, get quicker, work with my routes against people. I just love that. And I love competition. Um, so I fell in love with that. Everything followed. And then like, who was on the board? Do you mean like, like, who was I looking at? Yeah, yeah, what, what schools were interested in you? Yeah. Were you interested yeah. in? Uh, you know, hmm. I'd say a lot of the Big Ten was interested. Uh, I mean, but I'd say more of the Midwest was were the ones that kind of were I was seeing offers. So, uh, like, you know, Iowa, uh, Indiana, Illinois, Notre Dame was very, very interested for a while, but they never offered which i'm actually a little happy because if they did i think i would have committed and so i'm kind of glad that you know things worked out the way they did i think a coach left um but then we had like like louisville i had uh some sec because mizzou had offered so then some sec teams came in uh, uh arkansas was a big one um then from the high school i went to some Ivy League schools, Yale, Harvard. Those are, I, man, I wish I would have visited just to, you know, just say to that. Say. Just to say I went, right? Yeah. Um, I, 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 grew up, I grew up in the town that Dartmouth is my hometown. So, oh, yeah. Oh, Dartmouth, yeah. Actually, I think that was one as well. Uh, no, I don't know about Dartmouth. Um, but I, I know Cornell. Um, I, I'm trying to think. Penn, uh, uh, Penn State was, they were interested. I don't think they ever offered, though. Uh Shoot, Dude, I can't that's even. a lot of colleges. That's a man. lot of colleges. That's yeah. a lot of colleges. That's all a lot of great colleges. It was yeah. Oregon for a second, but then in Stanford for a second, they never, they never committed. Stanford man. wanted me to take AP classes. I couldn't, couldn't do it. Didn't have the confidence in my academic abilities, which I kind of look back and regret now. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, it was kind of all over the place. Um, but. Yeah, I again I'm glad everything worked out the way it did because I Wisconsin was probably it, it just it was perfect. It was perfect. Wait, so how, so but, how do you think it worked out perfectly for you? You know what? That is a very good segue into where I'm at now. <laughs> because just how everything happened, you know, 
um, was went to Wisconsin. I got to play through. Did you? I don't know if you know, but it, not that this is like I'm happy about it. But Jazz and George ended up leaving the team my sophomore year, so I got I got to I start as a sophomore, right, and play that that half of a season and, and learn how to. What is it like to start? What is it like to watch the film like that? What is it? What you know what I'm saying? So I got like early experience um, in, in in a crucial role. So then junior and senior year, I kind of was kind of thriving a little bit. But then I'd say that was good. But then I tore my Achilles senior year, which very devastating. But it allowed me to get my degree. I'll tell you that. I don't think I would have gotten my degree if I wouldn't have torn my Achilles. Um, and it also allowed me to. <laughs> to teach at my alma mater, Rockers, because they needed somebody with the exact degree that I had. So when I say like it just it, it was perfect, it just worked out perfectly. Like the way my life, where I'm at right now in my life, is I couldn't be happier. You know, so um, yeah, it, I don't think it would have been better any other way. Well, one thing they that's like greatest most like uplifting thing to hear like i've had i've heard all day so thank you like i feel i feel just joy emanating Good. out through the screen second question though for you there is what was your official visit like that sold you yeah i assume you took an official to yeah, yeah. what sold you on wisconsin on, um, that, on that ov you know what what sold me on wisconsin and then it was a couple of things two things the first thing was it was a rainy day kind of cloudy day and I saw loads of people just out, you know, walking their dogs, riding bikes, skateboarding. Uh, we went to the terrace. You know, people were just having a great time. Um, people were out doing stuff on a cloudy, rainy day. And I'm like, what? This is a, I, I love it. And again, it's a college campus. I do understand. I think I was naive to that fact that, yeah, people are going to be out doing their things at a college campus. I was naive. So I'm like, this is a blast. This, this is a place I want to be because I like to be, you know, excited. I don't want to I don't want to be down. Right. Even <laughs> if it's rainy, I don't want to like let the circumstances control me. And I love the fact that the campus kind of um, uh, displayed that. And then the second reason was, you know, on the official, just like hanging out with everybody. Um, and Coach Chris, he actually said, he said, when you're playing football, I want you to be a football player. He said, when you're in school, I want you to be a, a, an academic. I want you to be a student. And then he said, when you're with your friends, I want you to be a good friend. I want you to socialize, hang out. Party. He didn't say party, but I got the vibe that it was just like, I want you to enjoy the experience. And so, um, that I think that really sold me. Um, plus, just the Madison's campus is phenomenal. Um, there's not many campuses like that. And uh, so, yeah, I, I guess I gave you three, but the, the two one, main ones were the, the first two. Dude, you could have a hundred. I mean, it yeah. doesn't, whatever gets you <laughs> to Wisconsin is it, what got you a, there. It's a great spot. It, it, I, I find that I, I talk to a lot of parents and they're like, why do kids love Wisconsin so much? And I'm like, here's why. When you go to Michigan, you just go to Michigan. Like, there's nothing else there. It's not a beautiful place. When you go to Madison, it's between two lakes. It's gorgeous. Yes, it's cold. It's cold in pretty much most of North America most of the yeah. time. Yeah. It is just people are, listen, it's cold. And what, what you're saying, people are on the lakes playing it's, games. It's and the like, people. Yes. The people, they love, yeah. not only do they love each other, it, it's most of the time, I would say, it depends. There's some, <laughs> yeah. some outliers. Um, they love 
their football. Yeah. And sure do. you are a VIP everywhere yeah. you go when you play football. <laughs> Yeah. In the state of Wisconsin, which I find truly special. It's not like that in a lot of places. Yeah. I, I don't know, but I do know Wisconsin. They love you. Yeah. You know, yes. yes. AJ, who was your host? Ooh. Darius Hillary. Nice. God, nice. Yes. Okay. Nice. Darius Hillary. Great, great guy. Loved him. Loved him. He gave great experience. Um, and, and he just really really real, just really authentic. He was just very authentic and, and very genuine. Um, I, I think I had some deeper questions and he answered them just very authentically. And, and that also helped kind of sway things. But um, yeah, he, it, it was a good, he made it a good time. What Wait, about you? you? Did you have a host? I, who was my host? Oh man, you're really making, Oh, it's actually really funny. I'm going to see this guy. To, he's going to be at the game this weekend. Oh, wow. Anthony Pashodi from Pennsylvania. Tony Pashoti. He was That's a tight end, good. number 85. A little did bit close to your number. No. He did. Um, Posiak played in the NFL for Posey. a while. I think I keep, I remember seeing his, no. uh, his frame. He's um, going to be there also this weekend. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> be um, so I showed up. It's actually funny. You asked me, like, I loved my, I already, I already said I was going. Oh, Wisconsin yeah. was the biggest school. I have a similar thing like Penn State passed. And I was like, I told somebody today, I was like, this is the best thing that's ever happened to me. Like looking back, first of all, I would have been there during all the controversy, which would have been yeah. horrible, yeah. tainted yeah. career, everything. Yeah. Um, whether you I have gotten not your moment bar. against Penn State, first then, of all. And then I would have never had that moment. Um, <laughs> but, you know, like you're saying how these things have led to where I, I am. My yeah. wife's from Wisconsin. You know, like I'm obsessed yeah. with the place. I say that these little like key kind of paths have led me to where I am, which I couldn't be happier. I have a job. I work for Wisconsin. So everything about me is my identity is like hugely Wisconsin. I do Mm -hmm. a podcast about players. Like that's all I want to talk about is Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, All day. Now I'm sidetracked and I'm like, it's okay. I've 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 got a question. You came in with, I think that you Kendrick and Quintez might be the single greatest receiver class that has ever come in to Wisconsin at the same time. What was the competition? But, between you three, like, and how did y'all get along? We actually got, I'll say this. We started, we got along very, very well. Love the guys. Um, The competition was, it was fierce. I think coach Gilmore, he, he, um, it like really, I don't want to say instilled. I don't think that's the word he uh, developed. He developed like this, that core dog, <laughs> if you will, in, in all of us, right? He, um, I don't know, he, he did that really well. He molded us well. But the competition is just, you see him do a one-handed catch? Well, you try to do a one-handed catch. <laughs> don't miss. You know what I'm saying? Uh, if he just made a play, you got to make it. It's, it. it was one of those things where it's like, we're all making each other better, right? Um, all of the DBs made us better. And I think... That was probably the best competition was the DBs seeing, you know, him do his thing and seeing him do his thing or Ken uh, do his thing and Chief do his thing. That that always was like good and all. But it's like, how do I make that mine? Like, how do I do my thing? You know, and then as we kind of played out our, our game, played our game practice, we kind of got to learn who each of us were. You know, I'm going to be more technical. I want to be more like route clean i want to be more like um fundamental q's going to be more just dog athletic and then 
Ken's going to be more speed, beat you, jump. Like I'm an out athletic you as well. Right. So we kind of like all kind of molded into the type of players we were. And it was just cool to see everybody grow, growing. Right. We're all trying to make plays, but we do it in different ways. Right. Yeah. And you guys are very complimentary to each other in terms yeah. of skill sets. Well, which you just mentioned, like, I mean, I don't know if Wisconsin's ever had a better jump ball receiver than Quintez. Like, yeah. I, you know, right. in, in except for, oh, Okay, Bernie. I'm, I'm. Why am I bringing out blanking on his name right now? Nick Davis. Nick Davis is the only oh, other guy. Oh yeah, I can think yeah. Of. He actually had some play. Yes. Well, yeah, he yep. did. So um, I think yeah. they like Jared too. Jared Alvarez had some. He had some pretty. Some he pretty could get up. He yeah, could get up. I just watching his film. He did his thing. Oh um, yeah, but you want to talk about skinny arms? Woo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> you, so you've got to campus. Uh, it's 2016. What's the toughest part? for you adapting to collegiate life, both on the field and off the field? Hmm. Is, I guess, I mean, any college, I mean, high school going to college is just that amount of free time, freedom. Um, I, actually, I take that back. That wasn't really too big of a deal. Um, I'd say academically, it was just the, the, I don't want to say the rigorous. I don't think I was like stressed about that. It was more the tediousness <laughs> of the work. Um, it's just a lot of work, right? Like it's, you're doing a lot of freaking work. So that really got me like how detailed, how much more detailed you need to be in college. That would be that piece there. Um, I think co- football wise, sports wise, it was more of just the fact that, you know, you got to, humble yourself almost and you got to like swallow your own pride that you maybe gained in high school where you thought you were the man because I think my freshman and sophomore I think my sophomore year or freshman going into sophomore year I might have lost my spot like there was some there were some things that were going on where I I mean I think I was probably the weakest receiver because Danny came in he was a baller Ken was a baller you get Q, he he was a ball, right? So like I had to grind. And so it was the piece to like swallow my own pride and know, yeah, I, I can't stay stagnant. I got to catch some extra footballs after practice. I need to work on my footwork a little bit better. You know what I'm saying? I got to make sure I'm ready to go. And doing that and doing like little things, I was able to like just stay durable. And maybe that was the one of the things that kept me out there on the field was I was just durable until senior year. But shoot i'll take it if that's you know that's what's going to keep me out there and and keep me you know playing the game that i love doing the stuff that i love i'll do it but i'd say i'm sorry i i really just digressed uh, <laughs> but that was the um those are probably the two biggest turning points from high school to college what's it like that first time you run out of the tunnel and mm. see like just all red craziness like w- w- walk us through like that yeah i just got I literally that's the only way i can explain it is just goosebumps i'm still getting goosebumps but like just thinking about like yeah when you run out it's smoky you see you know the, like all of these fans just yelling roaring um you got you know the cheerleaders all kind of cheering you on you're like oh yeah i'm the man you know <laughs> You feel like you're the man for a second, um, but just goosebumps. Uh, I don't know if there's any other way I can explain that, but just all over. Your first game, though, was at Lambeau, wasn't it? 
Pat Lambo, phenomenal. That right? was the LSU game. Yep. LSU. Oh yeah. man, that was there. That was beautiful. I, was so I got to travel. I mean, I think I played a little bit. <laughs> I got like a little jet sweep. Got tackled. Nothing special, but you know, just I'm doing like Lambo versus LSU, and we won. I, I don't know if it gets better than that, right? I mean, um, yeah. So goosebumps, right? With uh, I, I, I love that it was that that Bart was playing quarterback and he's named after Bart Starr. It was in Lambo and just like <laughs> the whole thing. That, that was, was that was so cool. I forgot about Bart. Yes, Bart Houston, the boy. He's the man. So he speaking of speaking of quarterbacks, so you play you caught balls from a lot of different quarterbacks. In your yeah, time. like you caught balls from a lot of different quarterbacks. Now I don't know if I can name all of them off the top of my head, but definitely Bart was uh, Joel Stave still there? Was, no, or was, he, he was he, he was left gone. one year beforehand. Yeah. Okay, Bart, you had you had Alex. You yeah, had morning. Jack, you had Graham. I, I actually did not have Graham. Oh, you were just, did you? He redshirted my. That's right. You know what? He might have played a couple of games, but mm-hmm. I think I was out when he was yep. playing. Yep. That That's right. That's yeah. right. But yeah, you guys, I mean, you guys went through like a, a bunch of quarterbacks. Who, A, like, was it tough for you to adjust to different quarterbacks when you, when you guys, especially if, like, from season to season or even like if you had to go week to week? If there was a change, I remember like Alex stepped in sort of mid-season to take over the starting role. Alex, for me, just because he's a lefty, I'd say was one of the toughest to adjust. Adjust, and it's it's not everything. It was just like, you know, when you're coming, I guess when you're coming across the middle, you can kind of see the open frame here. If I'm coming across. Uh, from the left, let's just say you can, I don't know. It's different from a righty. And then from a left, it just, it just comes off different, the spin, the spiral. And it, I don't know that for me was a little uh, uh, challenging, but it not too bad. It, at the end of the day, it's just catching a football, but if we're just getting technical with it, yeah, I'd say like adjusting to his was a, probably a little bit more of a, a curve. Right. But after you get it, you got it. Right. For sure. Yeah. What's it like? But what's it like? Because those guys are all really pretty solid QBs. Yeah. So how how weird is it that there's like kind of that turnover during your time and like was it the same like uh, competition as the wide receivers were with all these guys and and how did they kind of react? Because I liked every one of them to be honest. Like I was a huge fan of of all of them. Yeah, and and really outside of it, outside of like you know everything they all were great quarterbacks right and whatever happened you know between them like what was going on was above my pay grade but (laughs) i I think i think the coaches yeah i think it was a a competitive room i mean you know fall camp it's did he complete a pass did he not right so it's it's measured down to the to the number and and then maybe percentages won out i I have no clue. Close. Everybody did their thing, right? Um, and then uh maybe it was chemistry. I don't so I don't know really what was going on, but they it was a competitive room. I'll say that. Because they were all so good. I feel like it's it's always every room's a competitive room. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and then every yeah. Not, I don't mean to like downplay what you're saying, but those guys all could have started. Yeah. Is is what I, I think is what you're saying. You know, I'm trying to think like, like Brooks Bollinger and Jim Sorchi, you yeah. know, were back to back dudes. Uh, and they could all, you know, they could play yeah. both of them. completely different styles. Yeah. So, you know, you, you went I into think, that and then Brooks graduated and then you had Jim Sorgi step up. Yeah. And, and then he graduated and then you had Stocko, all different styles, mm. um, which is kind of crazy. And then mm. Coach Chris was our semi 
he what was he QB coach, he tight ends coach. Yeah, he was like a QB tight end. Yeah, uh, yeah. And he was uh, split time as the offense coordinator. Oh, so he did a little bit of everything. He did a little bit of everything. Yeah. Uh, My favorite part about Coach Chris is like, you see him in public, and you're like, I just turn the channel. I'm like, you know, he's he only says nice things about everybody else. He doesn't talk about his team, or he yeah. does, and he's like. Ah, uh, you know, AJ's family's the best. Like, yeah, yeah, what's yeah. They, they cook me dinner. There's nothing to do with football at all. Like, yeah. it's a football question. It, he's, yeah. and then you get him behind the scenes, and he's the funniest dude. Yeah, making yeah. jokes. No, yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a character. He's a character. He, he's good. He's good on the screen, but he's a character. Let's just say, I'll say that <laughs> he's so he's cracked a little bit with like the Miami chain. He's cracked oh. a little bit. You know, well, like that things. was that that Miami team was probably your best game of your career in the Orange Bowl. Yes, that was the yes. turnover chain game. Yeah. So walk us through that, man. Like you had the game of your life in one yeah. of the biggest bowl games Wisconsin had been in a long time. Right. Uh, shoot. And remember, that was my sophomore year, too. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. the end of my sophomore. So that was that year that I had gotten this had to step up. Um, and you know what? I think I think all of us actually had really. I mean, I, I think Q was out at this point, but. It was hurt, I think. So it was Danny, Ken, and I. We had to like step up because Q was kind of leading the, the group at that point. And um, and I just remember there was like it felt like there was no pressure. You know what I'm saying? You know how yeah. in games you feel like there's pressure, this you know, um, but this game, we there is no pressure. I don't know. We just we had like a good time. We just had fun. Like we were having fun on the sideline, and then we'd go in, lock in, and we'd do our thing. And you know what? I think. You know, as an as an athlete in any sport, the goal is to find that zone. You know what I'm saying? It's to find that that spot where you're you're just in the zone. You can get out of it. Okay, I'm here, and then you get back. You're in the zone, and I think I like truly found it. You know, I wish I had a couple more games after that to play, <laughs> but it, it, I really feel like that was the the first time since probably high school that I like really just was able to, to find that. I don't, you know, it, it felt tangible. Like I could get there. Could you feel it like in bowl practices leading up to it that like, oh, I'm like, I'm on it right now. Could you feel that? Or was that just like something that like sort of miraculously happened when you stepped out on the field? Honestly, I didn't. It was, it was like a, it just, mirac- I, I really, I wish I could find it and explain it more. But during practice, I just remember, I mean, I was grinding. Like I, I think a couple guys were were hurt. And I mean, it was like me and one other guy and we were running reps with everybody. So I remember I was just toast and I was just like, let me just get this game. Let's just get to the game so we can be done with practice for a few weeks. And I don't know. Yeah, that's really all I got for you. It it just happened. It just was there. What's it like mid game for you when these things are happening? Like, what are you, are you, you know, like some pitchers, baseball pitchers are like, don't talk to me. Don't come over. What, yeah. What's what's like your flow in a game, your vibe in a game. And when you're producing and you're like, I'm there. Yeah. Um, it is. It's relaxed. You know what? I'd say that the, my best games are relaxed. Like everybody, you know, they're going to say you need to find that balance, but I'm going to, I'm going to naturally, like, I'm, I'm going to have the adrenaline rush. You're, you're going to have the adrenaline rush. So as a receiver, you, you kind of have to have a little bit more finesse with you, you know, as like linebackers, certain positions, you want to go hard, you want to hit it. Right. 
receiver, we got to like have hand-eye coordination <laughs> to catch the ball all over our shoulder or to get, like to focus, right? And so to be able to, I think for me, I got to be relaxed. It's like, a, it's, I don't know. It's like a humbled relaxedness. It's like the, the, the humility to know that, yeah, you can't go too relaxed because it's almost cocky, but you got to be like, aware you got to be cautious but at the same time you've got this you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. i'm 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 locked in i got this i'm gonna take care of business it's just what i do you know what i'm saying it's it's like that type of mindset you got to get into and that's kind of where my flow is it's it's just this is this is my job this is what i'm gonna do i'm gonna do it right and i'm gonna do it well and i'm gonna beat the person in front of me every time right it's just little <laughs> things like that you gotta find that vibe that makes you like bring that dog out but again it can't be the 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 boxer dog where i'm just trying to hit somebody the whole time it's got to be more of a i don't know I don't it's know got, no to, no but to... it's got to be it's got to be the floyd mayweather it's got to be like yes. the, the the clinical the thinking about it and knowing yes. like how you're going to react and counter how things gonna so. react. like i know this guy's probably going to try to jam me here so i'm gonna just swoop him and i'm gonna do my job and i'll beat him and I'm gonna look at him a little bit after, and then he's gonna know I just beat him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so obviously, you know, players spend more time with their position coaches than they do with anyone else, pretty much. Yeah. Besides, you know, pretty much some people in their position group. What you had now was Coach Gilmore your receivers coach the entire time you were there. What was your relationship like with him, and how did you first, did now did, was he the first person that recruited you, or did someone else from the staff reach out to you first? And how did that relationship with Coach Gilmore sort of develop during your time in Wisconsin? Yeah. Um, you know, Coach Gilmore is a great relationship. He he did everything right. He's he's really good at what he does. Um, he was not the first that recruited me. Uh, or no, he was the first that recruited me out of Wisconsin. I'm sorry. Yes, he was. Um, he he basically said it from the beginning. Like it, it seems a relationship. I mean, it said it straight. You're, it, it's a relationship, but don't you know pick a spot because of the coaches because we can leave any any moment. His goal was to stay. Um, I think until. Uh, I think his daughter was out of high school or something like that. So it was that. And then he said, or if he gets like a offensive coordinator, he he was just like, just up front, you know, I'm go. If I get an offensive coordinator or coach, I'm getting out of here. But other than that, like I, I do plan to stay. So um, it was that type of relationship from, from then to, 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 to now, right. Where it's just like, it was just up front. It was on it. Um, he 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 got me better, you know. He 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 taught me how to compete in a sense. And I mean, I knew how to compete. I loved competition, but it was just more like in a structured format. He was able to kind of instill that really all of us. Um, and and we also had a good good relationship for sure. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so in practice, I usually ask this like a quick hits at the end. Who is the yeah. toughest? Who is the toughest guy for you to toughest D back on Wisconsin for you to like get a clean release on and to like get a step on? Hmm. So, okay. So this is, it's going to be a little weird because when I was a freshman, of course, I didn't really know a lot, but Sojourn was very tough. He was very tough. Um, I didn't go against him a lot, but he, he was tough. He just, I don't know. I just, I did not have it. I, I don't, whatever it was, I did not have it to beat him. He, 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 he had it. Um, and then I'm gonna say actually too, him and Nick Nelson, they they brought they brought the juice. Like they're very different, but Nick played so much more of a chess match. And so, and he taught me a lot. Him, they both taught me a lot, but Nick, he probably taught me the most. It, 
he taught me the chess match piece of the game. Um, and so actually, you know what? Let me go Nick. Let me go Nick. Yeah. I think, I think he would be it. Yeah. I mean, he's one of the best corners to come through Wisconsin in a very yeah. long time. He's one he, of the you know the best to do in the last twenty years at Wisconsin. He, he, he's, so. And he's great, and he's a workhorse. It, he was, yeah. AJ, yeah. I love like your mentality around the game is so much different than mine, and I absolutely like love hearing it because it your game is more technical. I guess yeah. mine was more like getting hyped and just running into dudes full speed. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. No, that I mean, you need that, right? That, that's need, part of the game. There are some positions, right? <laughs> I just, it's just so nice to hear like the other, because then, you know, eventually when you get, when you grow up, you become a grown, what do we used to say in the locker room? I'm a grown ass man. Yeah. It's the stupidest thing to say yeah. out loud. But like, yes. a, as you grow, like in football, as, as you'll say, like you become technical, you learn where to put your hands and what dudes yeah. are going to do and the chess match yeah. kind of surrounding it. I figured that out later, but mm-hmm. the physical part was like, that's not going any for a fullback. Yeah. Like no matter what, that's, you're not going. You knew nowhere. you had that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You had to have that or else you wouldn't be there. <laughs> yeah. right. So I have, a, I have a weird question for you. Yeah. What's one of the games, like your favorite game that maybe nobody knows is your favorite game, like that you played in? You know what? I, I'll say this. I, I I would say I really I really enjoy the Ohio State game my senior year. That's one. I definitely yeah. the, I mean, I guess we know the Orange Bowl. That's a good one. Ohio State, I was I did my thing. Like I, I did, I know I, I, the first time we played them. Um I I we lost, I know, but I scored a touchdown. But I I was really I don't want to say I don't want to sound cocky. It's okay I, to be cocky. I just, I just want to say this. I did a, a really good job on my routes. I was getting, I was open a lot. And I mean, blocking wise, I did well there as, as I felt good about my blocking there. Um, so Ohio State, I felt pretty like really good about that game. Um, and then I'd probably go with I for I I think I would go with well, people would know this too. It would be the Michigan game. It was my sophomore junior year. We were down and I got um uh, uh like a long 30, 40, 40, 45 yard pass. And then I got another like 20 yard pass to get us in to get us a touchdown. And that put us above, like put us up. And so to like be kind of a spark, I think I love that piece. It's just like doing that thing that like sparks, like gives you a spark. Kind of like it was an Iowa game, I think, my junior year as well. I caught, I caught like a touchdown that put us over. Those mm-hmm. are like the games where, and there's a couple more, I think, where I felt like I was just, I helped spark something, you know, mm-hmm. I was like just get the, get the heartbeat back, you know? And, and um, so it would be the games like that. Dude, man, you are a ball of energy. Like, yeah. you're, I'm like getting pumped. I kind of wish I played with you now. You're ready to go now. <laughs> ready, to go. <laughs> ready to play a game. We can you do know, it like, now. It's funny because I I played with a lot of guys that I feel like are similar to you. Like that spark, the energy. Brandon you know, Williams. Brandon Williams. Yeah. All day. Energy in the weight room. Talking smack to dudes. He couldn't lift that heavy. Talking, you know, talking. Oh, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. I'll jump in. You know, like. Getting people hyped, telling, I don't know, uh, you know, John Dentman, but he was yeah. the weight coach. Be like, yo, JD, let's make this harder today. And then we're all like, dude, don't, what are you doing? 
He's like, oh, we're going to do it harder today. Yeah, yeah. And you kind of like feed into that energy. Yeah. So like, was that always part of your game? Did you just love that, that that was like what you could do for your teammates? Yeah. You know what? I'll be honest with you. I don't think it was. I don't think it was all. I really don't. I don't think it. I think it was something that came out when I'm when I'm in that zone, when I get into that that mode, it comes out. You know, I'm going to I'm going to compete with, you now. no doubts about it. I'm going to compete. Right. And, and but I'm not. I don't know. Like I bring the energy like I'll talk. I'll talk smack, but I won't talk too much. But you'll you'll. Yo, I don't know. It's like weird. I think I have like a weird kind of energy where it's like, yeah, I'm not going to talk like talk a whole bunch of smack to you, make you mad. But if I'm beating you, you're going to want to beat me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think I have that type of vibe. Where it's like you want to beat me, you know, because I don't know. I don't know. Maybe who, I do talk some stuff. Who talked the most trash, though? Well, Chris Orr. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Right. You see, you can see how quick that was. Yep, Chris Orr. You, you we were, had we had Chris on the podcast. We asked him the same question. He told us himself. So yeah. I mean, no, by by all means, the most yes is is Chris for sure. Yeah, yeah. He but just as long as he knows he got beat by me plenty. As long as he knows <laughs> that, that's it. Uh, I love Chris Orr. It's a good yeah. call out. Um, so we, who are some of the guys in the locker room that you're like, wow, I am so happy or lucky or feel so good to be in this room together. Could be defensive guys, although yeah. I'm happy we finally got an offensive guy. Yes, we've oh, had yeah. a lot of defensive guys in a row right now. So We seem to have a defensive oh. kick. So this is a pleasure to have you for oh, me. I appreciate Although I love the defense, too. You can't win championships without. But yeah, right, um, right. who's in the locker room that you're like, wow, and this is so cool that I'm I'm in this room with these guys and – or it could be when you're a freshman. I remember looking up to the older guys. Like to you know me, what? it was everybody, but there were some I dudes mean, in there. You're like, wow, that's a that's somebody ridiculously special in this world. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna say the same. I'm gonna start off with everybody, but then I think you'll probably hear this a lot. Dakota Dixon, um, dude, is is something special. Like I, I'm, I, that's probably the best way I can say it. Um, what makes him special? You know what? He's been through a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And, um, and you know, I don't know if I, you, you may not know about it, but he's just like a very, very, very strong Christian. And, you know, he was somebody that challenged me a lot, like on my faith, on my religion. And he kind of was like one of those people that kind of, you know, in college, you started to do a little bit of everything. And he kind of was somebody that like was a, uh, I guess like a rock, somebody you can kind of lean on and, and not just for religious stuff, but just life in general, just going through. So, I mean, you know, you go through all these different learning curves in college, college football, being a college football player too. What at that, there's just a lot that comes with it. Um, and Dakota was just a really, he was, he was a light in that locker room. I, I not just for me, but for everybody. Um, and we just had some really good conversations. Um, we worked out like it was one of those, a lot of times DBs, we'd all call each other up and, and we just get some work on the Saturdays and off season, just whenever we could. And he was just one of those guys. It was, you'd love to just, just be the last one in the locker room with him. And not in a, not in a weird way at all, but yeah. like actually just because you know, you'd get into a good conversation, a deep conversation and you probably 
learn something new about yourself um, and about him. Right. So uh, it, it just was, I, I do miss that. Like I missed, I miss him, missed his conversations with that guy. So that would be one person for sure. That's, That's beautiful. Dude. Yeah. Thanks That's for sharing That's awesome. Yeah. So if you ever get a chance to talk with him, trust me, you, you, you won't regret it. Well, we definitely have to. Now you got to put the good word in for him to uh, All right. jump I'll, on. I'll see what I can do. I'll definitely see what I can do. <laughs> so, you know, it's interesting. I, I guess I'll segue that into, you know, sitting in the locker room my freshman year. Jimmy Leonard's on the other side of the ball. Oh, shoot. The dude walks in. You're like, I, this guy, like, you know, Tony, Wisconsin, he's 5'7", five, 5'8", five, if yep. they give him an inch, you know, yep. depending on how, how many plates he put in his shoes or yep. if he's standing on his tippy toes. And then you watch him play football and he just goes about his business. He's done that at Wisconsin. He did it 10 years or whatever in the pros. Yeah. What's it like being around that guy? And, and, you know, you say Dakota Dixon is, is, uh, is like a role model. What's Jimmy like, what's coach Chris, like these guys to me are role models. Yeah. And they were so much younger, younger, like right. Jimmy and I played together. We came in together. Yeah. Coach Chris was a young dude. You know, 20, 15, 16 yeah. years ago. Uh, right. So, like, what are, what what are these guys like? You know, and what do they do for your game, if anything? Yeah. Um, you know, I, let me start. I'll start. Coach Leonard, he amazing. I just amazing. Hey, you know, you learn about coaching. You kind of learn. I mean, I don't know. I taught after after, and so I know kind of like what teaching is about, right? And, and kind of molding the kids and stuff like that. So as I look back, I can see how Coach Leonard was just such an amazing coach. And like, and, and molding those guys, molding those athletes, molding them in the right way, right? So like him, I can, and I, I wasn't with them a lot, but every, like most of the DBs, or just about all of them love Coach Leonard. You know what I'm saying? Because he, I mean, he's just like, I don't know how, to, he has that energy. He has that, it's like, this was made for him. Like this, this job <laughs> was made for him. Like he's walking into his, his purpose right there. So for that, and I think the same with coach Chris now, you know, head coach isn't your position. He wasn't my position coach. So I'm not with coach Chris 24 seven, but he's more of, he's like the, the CEO. He's the one that's instilling the culture. So if I can say that, I can say that the culture at Wisconsin was Great. I mean, right. Like while I was there and, and it's matched the culture that you probably had, like he knows the culture. And so he's bringing in guys, he's bringing in people to match that culture. And I mean, he had like an open, it was like an open room policy, open door policy where just walk on out. Like you just come, it's not like in clothes I'm working. There are plenty of times where me and uh, EB, uh, Eric, bro, me and uh, my, that was my roommate. We always we just go up there and we just chop it up with them. Me and Eric would probably get in like a 30 minute conversation right in front of them. Just about like just a, a stupid argument about, you know, something that happened in practice. And he just sit there right there laughing at us. And then we just kind of chop it up. And um, then you kind of start talking about plays. And I mean, I don't know how to explain it, but he just has, has put in such a good culture um, that that makes everybody comfortable and like. He was like, like, he's the one that told me to get out of my head. It, 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 we we know each other that well. It's like, you're thinking too much. If you just try, just try going. You know what I'm saying? He said, don't think, 
just go. And so every time at practice, he'd see me. If he saw me like looking down, like, like looking like I'm calculating numbers, he'd say, AJ, don't, don't think, just go. And usually it worked out. <laughs> it works out. So man, he's, he's just, he gets, it gets personal and he, he understands like, he understands the importance of having a good culture and just having a good um, environment for the, for the guys to be in. That's right. I know we're running out of time. Oh. What, what, what do you right. see for, as you're talking about the culture, you're not that far removed from the team we see today. Yeah. What, what's it, what, what excites you about this team? Like, what do you see in the team? You were what, six, five, six years ago. Like, what do you see that's still in that culture that still excites you still like every day you want to watch what, you know what, what do you get pumped about for the product that's on the field today? I was actually just thinking about this. <laughs> I, I, I think the biggest thing for me, cause I'll be honest with you. I don't really watch a lot of football. And so the, the biggest thing for me is, is just seeing how it all comes together, seeing the team. Um, I, I, I love, seeing how like the team plays together and it's weird. I think I like watching the defense play together more than I like the offense, you know, because <laughs> I, I like just seeing the team make plays. I, I wish I, I really don't watch football because I can't see everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like to see really like what's going on from the receiver point standpoint, what's going on from the deep, like what, what are they doing? How are they playing the game? So that's why I really don't like to watch it. But I do like to see everybody hyping each other up. I do like to see guys making plays. Um, and I just love seeing the team camaraderie. And if, if there's a way you can kind of see that in the games, um, that's what excites me about Wisconsin football. Tony, you mentioned like the wide receiver aspect. People don't understand that. Like when you watched film for all four or five years, it was only in that lens, right? Like you, yeah. you only watched the wide view or the receiver view, right? Yeah. So like, even when, so sometimes I'll go back to the game and sit in what is now the new part of the stadium, you yeah. know, where the bleachers were, people like, these oh, are yeah. the worst seats. And I'm like, no, this is behind the offense view. I'm like, you can see everything happen. This, this is where you were, this is where you live. This is all I did. I watched from this yeah. angle, every play. Over it's the human all 22 over. is what it is. Right. It's, yeah. it's exactly what it is. So it's just funny to hear you say that because it brings back like those memories of, you know, for me, it's the running backs and the linemen are always in the picture. Yeah. So for me, it's yeah. easy to watch football. You can, see, you know, yeah. you don't see the wide receivers do anything until they catch the ball. Right. I like <laughs> to see, okay, what is the DV playing right now? Like, is he stalling? Like, how is he playing this? Right. Um, what's the release this receiver just did? You know, I like, I really, that stuff's so cool to me, just seeing different people's craft. Um, again, that's probably goes back to the technical, the technician. Right. I, I like to see the, the craft, the work, like, how are they doing this? So, yeah, it's it's kind of a different game to watch. Right. You And you would know even probably just watching the lineman, watching the offense, watching everything, kind of how it plays out. Like, well, look at the steps. Where is his hands? Where is his eyes? You know, all that type of stuff. You're paying attention to that. You're not. I don't know. I don't know. No, you're I, right. Because when, you know, when if you sit and watch with like, let's just say someone who never played football. Right. Yeah. It's a completely different experience with them saying, oh, why didn't he do this or why didn't he do this? And you're like, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, and sometimes I'll <laughs> sit it. with my wife and be like, what the hell? He missed that cutback. You yeah. know, and you're like, man, that hole was huge. And she's yeah. like, I don't know. He he got tackled for two yards. And you're like, 
if they bring it back, which they hardly ever do from the backside, then you you, you're like, look at that hole right there. It's huge. Wide open. Wide open. Mm -hmm. Um, So it, it is funny. And I do completely get it. Like, it's just people don't have that experience of like being in a room 24 seven watching film. Yeah. Till like your eyes are bleeding. Yeah, until you like literally can't keep your eyes open anymore, right? <laughs> when you have to stand up because you're falling right, asleep yeah, in your yeah. chair. You take a quick step. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Dude, yeah. I, I would love because we used to. It would be hot in the room. It was a small room, and there'd be like seven or eight oh. running backs. We turn the lights were pitch black in there. Dudes would yeah. take their shirts off and just sit there, stand up, throw food at each other. Yeah. And my yeah. coach was so in like, like, like you know, zo- zoned in. Yeah, you could really do anything back there. Oh, see, yeah, no, (laughs) that's 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 not good. No, it's not good. Any, any, like, um, any funny, like, PG ridiculous stories that you're like just bouncing. You're like, oh man, yes, this we did this to the coach, or I don't know. Um, (laughs) you know, I mean, nothing really to the coach. But I don't know if you guys if you guys know this game ish. So Alive and uh, and Micah they like play this game where you it's like a rock paper scissors. So you just throw and then if you win, basically you put your hand up and you can go right, left, up or down. And the person has to move their head a different direction from where you point. Right. So that's the game. I don't know why. And I, here's the competitor in me. While I was there, that game was the biggest thing. Like, I kid you not, anybody I like would see, I would play that game. So there would be plenty of times, and I'm calling them out right now. There would be plenty of times where we'd be in uh, we'd be in film, and me and Q, we'd be playing the game, like, just very <laughs> subtly, right? So listen, so this, so we're playing the game, and, and Coach Gill calls us out. You know, what are you guys doing? Watch, you know, you know, like, lock in. And we're like, okay. And we look at each other and then we start playing with our eyes. So we're like, we're like still doing the game. It was so bad. Like we can't do it. He called us out. Then we start playing with our heads. It, we were tripping. <laughs> like we were tripping, but like it, it was just such a fun game. We just, we'd always play all around the place. But yeah, when we, we'd get to practice, we'd start playing it. Coach Chris, he would catch us on. He, I don't know if he actually caught. It probably was us, but he catch people playing on film. Yeah, and and you know we definitely got yelled at. Coach Gill get on us, and then we look at where the camera's at, and we go a little bit closer yeah. to the wall, and then we keep playing. You know, little things like that. So uh, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, we were tripping, but we had some fun. We had some fun. That's incredible, yeah. and I think that's a perfect way to to wrap it up for us here today, AJ. This has been an absolute like joy honestly man like this has yeah. been incredible we have i mean i have a million more questions i want to ask you so you're just going to come back and you're going to have to you know you're going to have to bring back some of those guys with you so we can uh, yeah. ask dakota about what makes him such a good leader yes and, and all yes. that goodness so we'll have to bring them back so uh, uh tell the tell the people what you're up to these days uh so yeah right now i am i actually just started my second week at um at a digital agency. So I'm working for a company called Lifted Logic, and it's actually in Kansas. So again, I'm sorry to all my Missourians. <laughs> I am, yep, I am working in Kansas, but it's it's an incredible agency. Um, and, and you know, specialize in web development and SEO and and you know, all of that kind of businessy digital marketing stuff. But yeah, doing that and can't wait. You're actually going on a retreat tomorrow. So uh I'm gonna have a blast. <laughs> 
Dude, Dead Cat Ranch, you better watch out. Dead Cat Ranch, they sure, yeah, because we're going to get after it. I'm going to tell you that. AJ, do you, guys, do you ever get back to the games? You know what? I want to. I actually was, I've been so busy with life that I just haven't had a chance to, to just have like a calm weekend. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I don't even think I'm going to have one this year. I think maybe, maybe like a year or two, I really want to start getting back to the games, but I've just been so, so, so dang busy that I just can't. I well, can't. please let me know if you get back. Cause yeah. next year, Matt Perkins and I, we, unless my wife's pregnant again, which could potentially happen. Hey, hopefully her mom's listening to this. So, you know, hey. let's push for it. Cause I want to, um, uh, dude, let's go to a game. Let's get, yeah, let's, let's get, we'll be let's there. Go back to Wisconsin. It's yeah. great. I, I, I'll definitely hit you guys up. Cause All right. dude, AJ, I, I, I love, love your you. energy, man. Yeah. You're just, uh, such a breath of fresh air. It, it instills like this happiness of like the, the guys we still have in the locker room. Yeah who are just good dudes all around. And it's like, yeah. just so nice to know that, you know, like yeah. that culture has consistently been there since 2001, at least when I was yeah. there, it's still, it's still going. It's so still cool. there. I believe it's still there. So yeah, we, we definitely need to get back to a game for sure. Uh, I, once, yes, we got to do this again too, though. So yeah. maybe yeah. like six months, seven months, I don't know, or maybe next season, just, Done. Let's just get another one so we we'll, can. We'll be back. What I, what, I, what I would love to do would be to get you, Q, and Ken all together. Ooh, you know what? We might. Q may be a little harder to find. I think we could get Ken. Uh, but all right, let's let's see if we can make it happen. I think I, 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 I like to think big. I like that you know we. <laughs> I, I think out of this is what's crazy. You know, Bernie's a running back. I think out of all the position groups, though, we've had. I don't know if we've had more receivers than any other position, but we've definitely had like. We've had we've had we've had Lee, we've had you, we've had Chris Chambers, we've oh, had no, B no. White, we had uh Jonathan Orr, we've had, you know, we got a, we, we are a heavy receiver podcast apparently. I didn't even realize that. The whole squad. No, for sure. Let's let's see what we can do. I think we might be able to pull that off. I, I really do. All right. Dude, you're our youngest by far, by the way. I mean what? <laughs> you're our, our youngest by far. Oh no. really? Oh, Am I? Receiver, oh. yeah. Receiver not, not wise, guess, yeah, yeah. Not guest though. I mean, I think no, Herbie. Yeah. Well, yeah. Herbie's still probably the youngest because he's still oh, playing. Herbie, but, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, dope. Hey, I'll take it. Yeah, man. We love it. We absolutely love it. Listen, so the culture in the wide receiver room has not changed. It's you, you know, you're living yeah. proof. So it's it's yeah. just awesome to to see that that caliber of human is still part yeah. of the Wisconsin football team. Good. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> absolutely. I Honestly, I hope it stays for the next 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, right? And I think it can. I'm telling you. The culture there is phenomenal. So yeah, yeah, it, it dude. Was. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. It was a pleasure. Absolutely. So yes. guys, thanks so much. Uh, enjoy the Washington State game this weekend. Bernie and I will be back next week. A little bit more Monday morning fullback breaking down the game. Uh, probably gonna have Michael Bennett on r- running back with us next week. So, yeah, Mikey uh, that's, D. That's gonna be dope. And fastest uh, man in the land. You guys, uh, in, you know, uh, take it easy out there. And until next time, on Wisconsin. On Wisconsin. Wisconsin. I love that. I love that. Thanks for listening to the Believe in Badger Football Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, presented by betonline.ag. If you like what you hear, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts, and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Believe in Badgers. That's B-L-E-A-V in Badgers. 
Also, make sure to check out our YouTube page for full videos of our podcasts. The show is produced by Matt Perkins and Matt Bernstein with audio editing and mixing by Matt Perkins. Our theme music is by Matt Blaustein. Thanks again for listening and on Wisconsin. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.